our Heavenly Father. Please fill this space and wherever the listeners are with your Holy Spirit and open up their ears to hear your message and let my words be your words in Jesus' name. I am human and prone to error. Please help me if any of my flesh gets in the way of your message. Because my heart's desire is only to share what you have placed on my heart. Guide me with the Holy Spirit, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name I pray this. Amen. Here is the rest of what I heard in my morning prayer that I am to tell the others with a focus on one specific area. I heard, remember this, I am the Alpha and Omega, the one and only begotten Son of God, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Mine is the greatest power. Remember this. Many things are changing in the world, and the people need to make a choice between following me, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, or their own will, which can lead and open up the doorway to painful moments in their lives without the leading of the Holy Spirit. These are the choices they need to make. The road to heaven is open to whoever wants to come through. I am the way, the light and the life. Through me alone can they find salvation and the bread of life. Remember this. It is not by their works that they are saved, but by grace alone. Remember this and tell the others. Tell it loud and shout it out and announce it for all to hear. I love you just the way you are. Come to me, and you will find everlasting life, peace, hope, and joy in your life. Come to me, just as you are, and repent of your sins. I heard the following part more often, so that will be our focus on this episode. Remember this, I am the Alpha and Omega, the one and only begotten Son of God, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Mine is the greatest power. Remember this. Now let's put these together with verses in the Bible 
that I have found to see if I'm hearing correctly. The Bible states in Revelation 22.13, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. What do you think this can mean in our own lives? One of the things I have come to realize is God has always been there, is here now, and will always be here so he knows everything about the entire universe and us. In other words, God knows all and hence he knows best. The Bible also states in John 3, 16-17 For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world but to save the world through him. From this last part, I gather we are condemned already due to our sins and Jesus was sent to save us through believing in him. It feels so great to be saved. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for this wonderful gift you have given us. And the Bible states in John 3, 13. No one has ever gone into heaven except the one who came from heaven, the Son of Man. Wow! What do you think this means? To me, it means Jesus was not only fully God but also fully man. He was both, and so he knows us inside and out. He has lived in the flesh and on this earth as well as being fully God. I have heard some people be unsure about this, because I know it can be hard to grasp with our minds in this world. There are many verses in the Bible that point this out. I will focus on two of them here. The Bible states in John 1, 1-3, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. The Bible also states in John 1, 14, The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. Jesus Christ is the Word in flesh. And the Word is God, and He has suffered 
as we suffer. He suffered for our sins. That is how much he loves us. He didn't have to do that. He's our Lord. Why did he willingly go to his own gruesome death? I think it was for love. He loves us and wants us to be saved. Hence, he is our Lord and Savior. Over 2,000 years have passed from that time, and unfortunately some people want to be their own gods and do their own will alone. There are examples of this in Genesis, with Adam and Eve, and in Isaiah as well. This has increased nowadays, however. Have you seen any of this happening around you? Some people are unfortunately forgetting about God or are rebelling against Him. Some have made the creation of God, such as the universe or crystals, their God. Some are misinformed and don't know the truth. Some have doubts and have not fully committed are any of these you? It is a very fine line between following Jesus and doing his will along with praying and asking God for what you need versus trying to manifest whatever your will is into this world. Can you imagine what a disaster that would be? for all of us just to manifest whatever we want into the world? Some of the mess we have created is already here. Have any of you watched Bruce Almighty? I love that movie. It's hilarious. It's a good example of a human being playing God. Please, Allow me to share my own struggles with this area of wanting to do my own will. One morning, I was angry about not being currently active in my profession as a pharmacist, since God had asked me to resign. I sat there thinking, God, why can't you just let me live life the way I want and only do my will? As soon as I thought this, I felt in my heart the love he has for me and all of us. He made us and loves us with a love that endures forever. One of the reasons I felt he wants us to put him first in our lives is he alone knows what's coming and what will make us joyful. Suddenly, it all made sense. If we are our own gods, we can let evil and negativity in without our own awareness. We need Jesus in our life to bring peace 
joy, hope, and love through the Holy Spirit. What are some of the things that we have done in our own life and family, if left to follow our own will? I'll start with mine. I was praying one morning for God to help me feel less pain by helping me eat less gluten due to my gluten sensitivity. About a minute later, I hear one of my family members call out, I'm making gluten-free oatmeal this morning. Would you like some? Uh, not really. I would like to choose my own foods for breakfast, thank you, I replied. I was envisioning all of the yummy breads I had decided to eat that morning and wasn't going to let that go. Suddenly, I remembered my prayer a minute earlier. God, please help me be able to eat less gluten so I can have less pain. What? I just rejected the answer to my own prayer. This demonstrates that even as an avid follower of Christ, we can still act on our fleshly and human desires and want to do our own will by not accepting an answer to our own prayers. Had I continued with my own will? I could end up having more pain over time, absorbing less vitamins, and in some cases, having a shorter lifespan as a result. Then possibly being angry with God for not curing me, I hope I would be Christ-like enough by then in my journey to not be angry at God. Does any of this sound familiar to any of you? As soon as I realized this, I said, Yes, I will have some. Thank you. This oatmeal is now one of my main gluten-free breakfasts in the morning. Thanks to Jesus and to my wonderful loved one. How many times have you done something similar in your own life? You prayed for something, then your prayer was answered, and you rejected or didn't realize it and continued to live your life on your own terms. Has that ever happened to you? Or how many of you spend time in the morning praying, and trying to hear God's voice. Some of you might be thinking, come on, Adina, I'm struggling with illness, or I'm busy making ends meet, or I have a loved one I'm taking care of. I don't have time for this. I've been there and know how it can be when you feel like you're drowning and can't even remember how to pray. I had to get prayers from other Christ followers during these times and had to equip myself to have prayer at hand as soon as I needed it. I also realized in time that my morning listening prayers opened up time and saved time for me. 
Whenever I follow his will, time opens up in the day because I don't waste time on things that would have turned out negatively anyway. I follow his will, even if it's completely opposite of my will or my understanding, as long as it goes along with the Bible. Please allow me to share an example of this with you. Once, my loved one was literally on his deathbed with a major infection. The hospitals were full, and his doctors had shut down their offices. He also refused to go to the doctor or the hospital. I had planned on spending an entire day finding a doctor for him, then forcing him into going to the doctor. In my morning prayer, I heard, My child, go bless the house and the bed he lays in at 3 p.m. today and buy him a Bible. That is all. What? I thought. Are you kidding me? The guy is dying. It's not my house. There's someone there that would get upset with me. After going back and forth like this in my mind with God for a while, I decided to follow his will without question, since it was biblical. I went there at 3 p.m. with holy oil. My loved one was pretty unresponsive. The person I was concerned about that would be there had left the house. I blessed the house and his bed and left. I had extra time to run my own errands and have a nice lunch and buy a Bible for him. When I went back to give him the Bible, I saw that someone had gotten hold of the exact antibiotics he needed to cure his infection. Wait, what? This made no earthly sense to me. He took the antibiotics and got well. I had just saved two days of time by not searching for a doctor and avoiding a fight between my loved one and myself by not forcing him to do something against his will. So what do you do if you can't hear the voice of God clearly or at all? Read the Bible. God speaks to us through the Bible. I read the Bible for guidance and will always do so. At the same time, pray to God, asking Him to help you hear Him clearly. I hope this example demonstrates, along with the prior one, how life can be different when you follow the will of God in Jesus' name versus your own will. What have we done as humans in the world without following God's highest commandment of love and His will? Let's see. Famine, homelessness, 
poverty, war, disease. The list can go on and on. Some of you might be thinking, I'm happy with my life and don't need God's leading. At the same time, you may be drowning yourself with work, exercise, overeating, drugs, or whatever else it is that is controlling you, and be completely unaware of this. Some of you may be successful on the outside, doing your own will, but feel empty on the inside. You may feel happy but not joyful. I realized happiness and joy are different. Joy comes from deep within my heart and is there regardless of my circumstances. It is present as a gift from the Holy Spirit. You may have felt joyful or peaceful when you go to church. That is due to the intensified presence of the Holy Spirit. Here is the rest of what I had heard. Mine is the greatest power. The Bible states in Ephesians 6.10 Finally, be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power. The Bible also states in Colossians 2.9-10 For in Christ all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form. And in Christ you have been brought to fullness. He is the head over every power and authority. That is a huge statement. He is the head over every power and authority. What does that mean to you? His is the greatest power. How do we pale in comparison? We are but a speck of dust here for a small moment in time and then can choose to dwell with him in eternity by accepting Romans 10.9 or forever be separated from him. Romans 10.9 in the Bible states, If you declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. The truth, my friends, is that as much as some of us want to do our will and attempt to play God, we are not God and can never be. We are made in the image of God, as the Bible states, but can never be God and should not even want to be because of all of the prior examples I discussed. So what can we do instead of following our own will alone? In the Bible it states, in Philippians 4, 6-7, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with Thanksgiving, present your requests to God, and the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus.
I can tell you with experience that once you follow this verse in the Bible, you start trusting that God will answer your prayers according to His will. Most of the time, He will give you exactly what you prayed for and even better. When difficulty comes your way, He brings you peace, hope, and joy amidst the trials. That has been my experience and the experience of many people I know that follow Jesus. I try my best to follow His will alone because I know He loves me, knows best, He is omnipresent, and He knows what's coming. I have realized that He wants to work with me as the unique individual He has made me to be. His will becomes my will, and it results in peace, joy, love, and hope in my life and in the lives of others around me. That intensifies in their lives as they also choose to wholeheartedly follow Jesus. This is not a unique circumstance to me, by the way. Many people who follow Jesus will tell you they have experienced these things. I hope and pray that this podcast has brought you peace and a trusting in God to take the lead in your life as you wholeheartedly accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and believe He was raised from the dead. May God's face shine upon you and your families and may He bless your lives forever and ever. Mary, did you know that your baby boy is Lord of all creation? Mary, did you know that your baby boy will one day rule the nations? Did you know that your baby boy is heaven's perfect plan? Another sleeping child